Hello there, this is Goodness of Goodness Bookstore and you're welcome to my podcast channel where I share key insights from the best-selling books in the world that I've read to help you learn proven principles from books in just 15 minutes. So today I'm going to be sharing profound insight from a book that will literally help you turn your small business into a money-making machine. Are you ready for this? I bet you are. Now, this book is one of the best business books written by a Nigerian author, and it's called Small Business Big Money, written by Akin Alabi. Now, Akin Alabi is the founder of Nerabet, which is the first sport betting business in Nigeria. Now, whatever sentiment you have about the sport betting business, it will help to just keep that aside for now and let's just learn uh, the principles of business success and uh, i can tell you this akin alabi is one who truly understands our uh, business and why this book is so valuable to the nigerian entrepreneurs because of how relatable the concept he shares in this book I mean, so finally, we have an author who understands the Nigerian market and our specific challenges and has written to address them using our language. Yeah, very important. So the principles I'm going to be sharing from this book focuses on how you can start, uh, grow and turn your small business into a money making machine. I read this book at the beginning of the year and I was so thankful that I did because it really helped me to scale because before... Before the beginning of this year, I think I'd been in business for about a year, yeah, but I did not understand a lot of things, especially in the Nigerian market. I mean, I've been re- reading a foreign uh, book, business book, but I can't like be just, he just brought it down to earth. He just made it so relatable and I could just see some of the mistakes I was making by just reading this book. So let's begin with starting a business, either in Nigeria or any part of the world. These principles, they work. Now, the first thing you need to know before starting a business is that entrepreneurship is hard work. Yes, it is. A lot of people start business with a very wrong perspective about business and uh, funny reasons such as, uh, I don't want to have a boss, I don't want to work for a boss, I don't want to work for long hours and all of that and this and that and that. Now, starting a business for any of these reasons at all will lead to a huge disappointment that might eventually lead to a business failure. So the process of starting a business can be very hard, yes, especially when you don't understand uh, some of the principles that Akin Alabi shares in this book. So when starting a business, one question you really want to ask yourself and you really want to provide an answer for is, what kind of business should I be starting? And Akin Alabi shares ideas to help you get this right. Number one, don't start a business creating products and services. Rather, start paying attention to what people want and then create a business around what they want. So what he said uh, in this book is that, Don't be in love with a product or a particular business. Rather, be in love with the market. You must understand the market. And when I talk about the market, uh, when he talks about the market in this book, the market uh, is made up of the people. People are what make the market. So if you understand people, if you understand what people need, if you understand what they're willing to pay for, then you can now create that and offer it to them for the price that uh, you want. 
So you must understand that people are the market and the money that you want are with the people. So if you know what they want and you give it to them, they will pay you any amount depending on how much they really want it. So what you, you, you will understand is that people don't buy what you sell to them. People buy what they want. It's about them. It's never. So as a business owner, you must understand that your business is not all about you. Your business is all about the market. Your business is all about the people. I, at the beginning, I never understood this. But when I read this, I truly began to see that business, my business was not all about me. My business was all about her. The people, the market. So he advises that the best business to start is a business where there is a hungry market. Where there's a hungry market. So before you start a business, you really want to pay attention to know what people are not getting enough of. And see how you can begin to fill that gap. Find a hungry market. Find a need that people are longing for. What do they want? And then create a business around it. Not go into a market where are literally people already having enough of what you're offering or they, they are really not interested like someone going to going into a market where you want to begin to uh provide type writers there's no hungry market for that you just you just die in that market you understand it yeah so let's look at how to grow a business having started your business okay you now know this is what i want to do this is the kind of business i want to start and you've started now how do you grow now, I can let me say something very profound in this book. A good business owner does not enter into a market to exist. You must enter into a market to thrive. You're entering to thrive, to dominate, not just to exist. So it is not enough to start a business. You must know what to do to thrive and dominate that market. And he shared two major principles to help you do that. Number one, like I said, is to become a uh, the top five become one of the top five in your business niche and there are certain ways to do that you can ever become one of the top five. i mean when i talk about the top five uh, it means your name comes to mind each time you talk about your business niche your name is one of the top names that come to mind when we look at our uh, let's say the milk industry yeah milk we defer some of the names that come to mind pilk milk cowbell I don't know, but you, we, we all know that pilk milk will always come to mind. What is that saying? It means they've been able to work to dominate and thrive in that market. So also in your business niche, you want to be able to uh, bring your, 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 the name of your business to, to mind of customers in your business. And how to do that is to either become the number one. Now, what does it mean to become the number one? This might not be applicable for all businesses. I mean, when you're the first to do something like First Bank, First Bank can claim that, okay, we are the first. And also like Akinalabi, Akinalabi can say, okay, uh, we are the first for, uh, sports betting business in Nigeria. Being number one, that gives you a certain level of uh, place in the heart of people, in the mind of people, just being number one in that business. But that might not be so sustainable over time if other businesses begin to do things you're not doing. So another thing is to become a pioneer by adding uh, a future to your business that your other competitors are not doing. Now, for you to be able to do this, you must study your competitors very well. Now, you're not studying your competitors to copy them. Rather, you're studying them to find out what they are not doing so that you can begin to do it. Now, this will help you differentiate yourself in your market and will help you to stand out. It's what I do also in my business. 
How many bookstores do you buy books from that do uh, things like this, that give you book reviews, that recommend books, and all of that? I can tell you, if you can mention a name, then maybe I'll research on them, but I can tell you, I looked at my competitors to find out what they're doing, what they're not doing, and I started seeing certain gaps that customers will really appreciate, but my competitors were not doing that, and this began to give me uh, a competitive edge even in uh, my business niche in my market so you want to see how you want to also uh, adopt this principle and find ways to do that now number two of how you can grow and thrive in your market is to take marketing seriously i mean seriously marketing is simply you increasing the visibility of your business think about it if people don't know you exist as a business owner no matter how wonderful your products are they won't patronize you. Thankfully, now we have various inexpensive ways of increasing visibility. We have a powerful marketing tool called social media. Now, how you use this to increase visibility for your business will go a long way to affect how you grow uh, your business. Now, for you to be able to make your marketing more effective, especially on social media, Akihalabi went further to share seven commandments of direct response marketing. I mean, this book is so loaded, yeah? Seven commandments of direct response marketing. Number one, arrest attention. People are sleepwalking on social media. I mean, you need to be able to put things out there that will jack them off from their sleep and stop them from scrolling. So you want to be able to put things that will stop people from scrolling and get the attention. Yeah. Make an offer. Now, an offer is... Uh, an offer is you simply telling and showing them what they'll be getting. Yes. An offer is, an offer is not what you are giving to them. An offer is what they are getting. So you telling them and showing them, not just telling, showing them what they will be getting from doing business with you, that's an offer. Make a call to action. Tell people what to do. Don't assume people know, oh, they'll, they'll, they'll call me. They've seen it. They'll call me. No, tell them to call you. Tell them to send you a message. Tell them to download. Tell them to do this and that. Tell people what to do. It's a human psychology. People love to be told what to do. So tell them what to do. It's called uh, making a call to action. Then create a sense of urgency or else they'll just decide to patronize you later. You know, we'll get back to you, we'll come back to you later. And you know that that never happens because life will happen, things will come up. So you want to be able to create a sense of urgency that makes them to take action immediately. You're either telling them, okay, if you're getting this now, you're getting this bonus, you're getting this bonus. If you're getting it now, you're getting it at a discounted price. Just create a sense of urgency that will make people take action immediately. Number five, track what is working. If you're into arts and um you're using various social media platforms. You want to be able to track. You don't just put things out there. Pay attention to what is working. Okay, I put out this kind of art. People responded more. So you know, okay, this is what I should be doing more. This is what I should be doing less of. It will help you to be able to uh, effectively use your marketing budget. Yeah, track what is working. Number six, establish credibility. Establish credibility, very important. Then number seven, which is very important, take away the risks from your customers. Take away the risks from your customers. A lot of customers have suffered from um, bad purchase before and they don't want a repetition of that. So there's this fear when it comes to making uh, decisions to buy. You want to be able to take away the risks from them. And truly, if your products are very good, you will not be so afraid of doing this now i know there are people who might want to take advantage of uh things like guarantee and all of that but i can tell you that the number of people who 
whose trust you're going to gain at the end of the day will far outweigh the number of people who might want to take advantage of uh, you taking away the risks from your customers. Yeah, another very effective uh, form of marketing, which he also talked about in this book, is word of mouth marketing. I mean, advertising is great, we all know that, but nothing beats word of mouth. Who, who ask yourself, for example, would you rather buy from uh, a vendor who your, your friend told you, oh, I bought from this person, their product is very amazing, their products are very good, or will you rather buy from a vendor whose art you saw? Most time we'll buy from someone who a family or a friend recommends. So word of mouth, who is talking about your business? Who are the people talking about your business? And there are ways you can get people to talk about your business. How to um, make people eager to talk about your business. Number one, have excellent customer care services. Uh, people will always, when they have good experience, uh, they will talk about it. So and you want to also tell them to please talk about it. Give them excellent uh, customer service. Stay in touch even after people purchase. People should not just buy from you and then off the blues, they are off. You no longer keep in touch. Keep in touch. Uh, share with them. Birthday messages. But just keep in touch. Always be in your mind. They will not forget you. Yeah, have you bought something before and then you forgot from who you bought it? And someone asked you, ah, I love this dress. Where did you buy it from? You're like, ah, I cannot even remember the name of the person I bought it from. Yeah, that happened because the person who sold the dress did not keep in touch. If you're always in touch, then you'll always be at the top of the mind of that person. And when it's time to recommend, they can easily think of you. But if you're not in your mind, when it's time to recommend, they will not remember to recommend you. So reward your customers also. People like reward from time to time reward them reward them it might be little but find a way to reward your customers that way they'll get to talk about you now lastly how do you price your products for maximum uh, profitability now a lot of business owners ask this question and Aki Alabi I mean he trashed it he answered this question so well in this book people ask should I be pricing high or should I be pricing low what kind of pricing strategy should I be uh, using in my business now, listen to something Aki Alabi said. He said, if the only way you attract buyers to your business is by reducing your price, you are killing your business. You're, you're, you're fighting the price war of always reducing. If my price is low, people will buy. Ask yourself this question. Do you go to the market to buy uh, the cheapest uh, product in the market? Of course not. You don't go to buy the cheapest product. Rather, you go to buy a good where you think you have a good bargain. So what people are looking for in the market is not the cheapest or the lowest uh, price. They are simply looking for value for their money. They are simply looking for a good bargain. So how do you offer, uh, make your products and your offer look like a good bargain to your customers. That's what you should be paying attention to. So rather than reducing your price, think about ways of increasing the value people get from doing business with you. Yeah, so th these are, are some of the profound principles, some pr pr profound uh, concepts I learned from this book and I started applying in my business. And I can tell you that I've seen tremendous results just by applying these principles from this book. So let me know uh, what you just learned from this book. If you'd like to get a copy of this book, hit me up. I could send you a copy, but tell me what you've learned from this book and tell me if you if you uh, agree with that this book is truly valuable. Just let me know. I'd like to get your comments and thoughts about this book and the insights I shared from this book. Yeah.